everybody. Welcome in. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider Podcast. Tanner Lambert of U92 and Luke Blaine of the Daily Athenaeum. And we're here today with you to talk West Virginia sports for the week of Friday, September 8th. Next week this time, Luke, I mentioned it to you. We got some new equipment out there. If, if uh, you know, college game day happens to be in Morgantown, mm. maybe we'll go do it over near the site of game day but uh we'll have to wait and see on that it's an exciting opportunity we have to get out of here rather quick today we just got off the air from beat the clock as we've got to head over and listen to coach brown speak at the mountain lair to the student body i'm interested to see uh how the students react to seeing coach brown i think that yeah. you know that's something that uh could go either way i i think it's going to be very interesting yeah i think so i of course, you'll probably have some pledge for a frat there with the sign that says "Fire Neil Brown" because they told him to. Well, whatever. right, and, and you know it, that happens. That happens with Nick Saban. Like that's everything. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Remember that. But yeah, so I'm interested to see what that looks like uh, here today over at the Lair, and I want to see what that looks like. And we've got a busy schedule as far as U92 goes this weekend, Luke, and you know all about it. You're part of it, happen mm-hmm. matter of fact. Uh, tomorrow on Saturday, Friday, or Saturday, what? Saturday, Friday, Saturday, September the 9th at 1 p.m. Okay. Uh, at 1 p.m. We will have West Virginia men's soccer versus Portland. The pilots are in town and, uh, that'll be a fun one. Number three team in the country coming in here to face Marcus Caldera and Dan Stratford's boys on the West Virginia men's soccer team. Caldera has been quite something. Oh, yeah. Quite I mean, something, both for of sure. Them. We just had a story go up this week in the paper written by uh, one of our new writers, Zach Zeman. Great article highlighting the success that both of these guys have had, uh, Caldera and Sukata. They have just spearheaded this Mountaineer team, really thrusted them into this tremendous starting record that they have, and really hot start for them. But I'm really, really excited to see them go up against you know the top, the third best team in the country. Right. I, I think it'll be a good test for them. Caldera up to this point has five goals in four games. Sukata has two goals and three assists. So both of them five points in four games. Well, five points hockey-wise. That's technically ten for Caldera, seven for Utaro Sukata. Uh, Sergio Ors Navarro's got three. He's got a goal and an assist. Ors Navarro has a goal on this season. we got multiple players with assist as well for the first time this season earlier this week against American Jackson Lee let up a goal they had had three clean sheets previously but a 2-1 win at American will suffice and that will end that streak so they have Portland on Saturday here in Morgantown listen to that game at U92 the Moose and then the University of Central Florida on the road next Friday that's a fun trip because they'll travel down there with the women Mm. Uh, the women play on Thursday night in Central Florida against their new Big 12 opponent, UCF, new member of the Sun Belt this season as far as the men's soccer goes. So that's definitely exciting to see, and I'm excited to see what happens uh, tomorrow, of course, with Portland in town. The women, on the other hand, last night on September the 7th, they tied the Auburn Tigers 1-1 here in Morgantown. Their final non-conference game will be on Sunday against Villanova. It was a very special night over there at Dick the Lesk. Uh, through all the rain and all that, but Sammy Brown was back in town, and, uh, you know, she never played here, but she is the daughter of Nikki Izzo Brown, born and raised as a true Mountaineer, 
and decided to take her talents down to Auburn, Alabama. And, you know, that's that's her choice, right? Good for her. Wanted to get something new. And I don't blame her, right? No, no. You, you grow up 18 years in a program, you might want something new. You know, you, she's still wearing that navy blue, so don't worry. Uh, <laughs> just orange on the other side of that trim instead of the gold. But, um, you know, it was a really cool night for that. And then with the weather and everything, to tie that game 1-1, that's something they desperately needed. They could not take another loss last night. They're 2-4-1 now overall. Uh, two one and one at home, zero oh, and three on the road. So they'll have one more home contest before that conference play begins for them in the Big Twelve, Luke, uh, and that will again be against Villanova, one o'clock on U ninety two. The Moose, you can catch that game, uh, and then they're down in Central Florida, obviously, like we mentioned. But they get a, a week off after that before uh, Iowa State and TCU come to town the following weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. For both soccer teams, I mean... You're I'm getting re- right into the thick of the season yeah. now. Oh, exactly. Because, you know, last game here for women's for non-conference play. And is this the last game before non-conference play for the no, men? No, so the way the men do it, it's a little different. I, I know you're getting into soccer for the first time yeah. for the most part. I, so th- this is still a little new to me. Yeah, the, uh, the men, they'll play uh, a couple more non-conference games, but they'll have some conference games mixed into it. So I think part of it is that they can get them both down there to Orlando at the same time, and it's going to be cheaper that way, obviously. So they're going to do that. Uh, And then they'll play Dayton non-conference at home, and then they'll have a Georgia Southern conference game. Then they'll play UNC Greensboro in the non-conference game, and then Georgia State in the conference game. Then they'll have Loyola Maryland make their way over for their final non-conference game October 4th. So they've still got about a month left of non-conference before they hit it really hard and enter that conference play. Uh, James Madison, the first team coming to Morgantown once conference play is in full swing and you have no other non-conferences after that. South Carolina will be on the road, but uh, Marshall will be here this year and Kentucky's on the road as well. So exciting time for West Virginia soccer. No doubt about that. Um, We're going to talk men's basketball really quick. We're about 50 days away from basketball starting. Uh, on the men's side, they add a seven-foot, 270-pound junior, native of Cairo, Egypt, two seasons at Gannon University, Ali Regab. Is that how we're saying that, I think? I would think so. I think that's I how think we say so. it. Seven-foot, 270. Big man down under the rim. Uh, I don't really know, you know how much he's going to play. We're still waiting on some other waiver stuff, but uh, that's an addition that was made by Coach Josh Eilert on the men's basketball side, so I wanted to make sure we mentioned that and did not forget to do so. Luke, uh, he, he's put a roster together. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It, it's been tough, obviously, lots of things going on with the program, and to be able to do that is definitely a good thing, and it shows you that you know they're not playing games out there, right? They're, they're ready to go, and they're going to be geared up and ready for that. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of fans' perspective is, or at least it was, this was going to be the year, you know? Bob Huggins put his put together the best roster he's ever had coming into the season. People are thinking like this is going to be it. Like this is going to be the year. But then that situation happens. Yeah. But Josh Eilert, I think he's trying to tell fans this can still be the year if not a really really good year. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think that he's done a really good job I mean, I keep saying this. Given the situation, I think this is probably the best roster you could ask for. With at you know, uh, given the season of which he was put in head coach, transfer portal options, everything like that, he was able to retain players 
that they landed in the transfer portal, which I think that's big, like Jesse Edwards and, uh, well, I mean, Jose Perez, too. Yeah. He reentered and then came yep. back. But now I think that this is a team Mountaineer fans can get excited about. Yeah, I agree. Uh, on the cross-country side of things, the Spike Shoe Invitational coming up today at University Park, Pennsylvania. They're heading up to Penn State. Uh, the team is ranked number 29 in the National Coaches Poll, second in the Mid-Atlantic Regional Rankings of the USTFCCCA. That's a long name for an organization. But uh, Abby Juhas finished sixth overall last week in the women's 6K over at Lehigh, 22.10.7 in that 6K. That's quick. Very quick. Yeah. I, I couldn't run that fast. No. You might get a 5K done in that time, Luke. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. All right, let's get to the meat of the program. Right here. Okay, we got an interview dropping later today. Yep. I finally got my wish and got to go speak with Sean Kovic, head coach of your Mountaineer golf team. Great conversation with Coach Kovic. Three minutes on Seinfeld out of that interview. Fantastic. <laughs> really? Fantastic. He's a big Seinfeld guy? Fantastic, yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's correct. You two are like... You two are going to be best buddies. I, I hope so. I really do. Uh, they win the Red Bandana Invitational up in New York. First win uh, of a Invitational since the spring of 2022 when they won out in Las Vegas. Max Green wins it individually. Fantastic stuff. So happy to see it. He's also named the Student Athlete of the Week, Max Green is. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited about this team. They'll be at the Gopher Invite this weekend in Minneapolis uh, and getting things done up there, hopefully. But uh, I was very, 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 very happy to see that they win the Invitational. 68-75-70, 300 par, and winning the Invitational by one stroke was Max Green. WVU shot uh, plus eight overall to win the 15-team field by two strokes over Boston College. They were down big going into the final day during the round. In that back nine, there was a ton of birdies. And Coach Coach said he couldn't be happier for these guys. Transfer Carson Kamenin finished 18th overall, 9 over par. Uh, we had Ollie Menard finishing 15th overall. Harrison Thompson, the true freshman, top 10 finish. Uh, narrowly missing that, rather. 11th overall at 5 over par. There, individually, Caleb Wilson, Caleb Wilson 21st overall. Will Stakel tied for 31st. And Westy McCabe tied at 39th. Very happy for those guys. And... Again, they will be at the Gopher Invite this weekend. Love it. Fantastic. Happy for the golf team. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's just awesome. It There's is. nothing I can really add to that. I'm no. not, you, you know, I'm still learning golf, still getting the hang of it. But, man, to, to go out there and in the first invitational, go out there and win the whole thing, Get that's in huge. Done, baby. That, Let's that, go. That's huge. So happy about all that. The Mountaineers... Fall in the five-set battle to Colgate last night in the volleyball side of things. 3-2 uh, they lose in those sets. 2-5 and five overall thus far have not entered conference play yet. Uh, so tough loss last night for them. They will compete against Cornell tonight in Hamilton, New York, and then Albany tomorrow. So hopefully they can get right and get back to 4-5. and five. There will be one game under 500 coming into the Mountaineer Invitational next weekend where Old Dominion, North Dakota State, and Robert Morris make their way to town. And then they will have Iowa State in town 
following that the following weekend in Big 12 play beginning. So excited about all of that. Volleyball team starting to get rolling here. Hopefully they can uh, start to put together a, a season where they get some wins back. Right, Last year was not the greatest, but uh, hopefully they can become more successful. Tomorrow, the home opener for the West Virginia football team. Neil Brown's guys will be out at Mountaineer Field hosting the Duquesne Dukes, a game you can hear right here on U92, the Moose. Very excited about that. Luke Blaine will be part of your pre-half and post-game coverage for that game. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. Home opener, always exciting. What did you think of the uniform selection before we jump into this? You know I'm not a big gray guy. I know. You, you know, I know I'm not a big gray guy. But I think gray work uh, it was was it gold helmets gold helmets gold helmets i think it works best with the gold helmets i do too it's the first time they've done that yeah so uh, gold helmets and sleeves like i i think that yeah it's, if, it's, if you're gonna go gray i'd prefer it look like that it's not but, my favorite uniform but no. uh they'll look good you know it's got the flying wb on it so yeah <laughs> that's all that matters right exactly uh, what are you hoping to see tomorrow for this football team? I am hoping to get a better look at the defense and really see what they can do. It's really hard to gauge defense against a team like Penn State. And I thought the defense played well. And overall, I think they did. I think the secondary could have had a much, much better day. Yep. Um, the secondary, there was a lot of separation given up. There were, you know, just several times where Aller was allowed to extend the play and find a wide open guy on a crossing route. Didn't really seem like, you know, they adjusted well, just coverage downfield yeah. wasn't great. The defensive line showed up, did their part. They made Aller uncomfortable in a lot of a lot of plays. And a lot of that goes to Aller, too. Aller yeah. had a really, really good day. But the secondary's got to step up, has to be better if they want to win games come Big 12 play, and especially in the backyard brawl. Yeah, so Luke and I, we've broken this game down a couple times this week. We're not going to do it again. We invite you to join us for Beat the Clock Monday and Friday mornings, 8 to 10 on U92. And then for Sports Night here on U92, the WVU football hour runs 7 to 8 p.m. on Wednesday nights, 91.7 on your FM dial, United2themoose.com. Click listen live. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I think you saw some positives in that Penn State game. You could see growth from last year, which is what I really wanted to see. I want to see them put the ball deep downfield. i got to yeah. see if they can do that. That's my big ask going into tomorrow. Here's the deal. Big 12 did not look great. Right. This conference is open. Uh, Texas Tech losing at home to Texas State. Or, no, they lost on the road to Wyoming, rather. Baylor lost at home to Texas State. A lot of these teams in this conference should be one and one after this weekend. There will be a couple undefeated teams, but Texas is playing in Alabama and Tuscaloosa playing the uh, Crimson Tide. That's going to be tough for them. Uh, I think Kansas State will move to two and zero. You picked Houston to get upset this morning on Beat the Clock by Rice with JT Daniels down there. We'll see. Conference wide open, man. And some of the teams I thought were going to be good did not look good week one. Obviously, you make the biggest jump from week one to week two. So we'll see if some teams can get right. And, you know, one game is one game on the schedule, right? right. It doesn't matter who it is. So we'll have to wait and see on some of that. The game I'm excited about this week is new Big 12 comer Cincinnati is in Pittsburgh playing the Pitt Panthers. And that's exciting for us because we play both of those teams, West Virginia does. And you know, Cincinnati's new to the league. They had a good win against Eastern Kentucky last week. Pitt won last week against Wofford. Um, I'm interested to see how these teams match up, and I think it's exciting to see Pitt play a tough Power 5 team. Uh, yes, they'll get them at home, but, you know, they'll come into this West Virginia game, and we'll know more about them than we would, say, if they were playing 
another sort of group of five team or a lower level FBS team. Uh, that's not the case, however. They're playing a team that's one year removed from playing in the college football playoff. And Cincinnati is under a new head coach in Scott Satterfield. Uh, so we'll have to see what that's all about. Next week's going to be a full week here. Uh, on the DA side and on the U92 side, I know that you're teaming up with some of the writers from Pitt, and you guys yeah. are writing some stories. We'll have coverage with uh, some of the Pitt student radio kids and have that for you, and then you can listen to that game on U92. Uh, it's going to be sweet. No, man. It, uh, it's going to be sweet. Next so. week's going to be one of the most exciting weeks to be a WVU sports fan, especially one that's on campus. That's right. It's um, going to be a great week. It, it should be. It's shaping up to be that way. And we'll have to see what happens, obviously. But uh, West Virginia should be able to get a win back and move to 500 with Duquesne in town tomorrow. Uh, I am excited to see, you know, the home opener and the Mountaineer faithful. Check out the blue lot a little bit. Get out there after I'm done at the men's soccer game uh, and just walk around and sort of feel that environment, right? Because mm. that, that's what a lot of it is. You get to walk around to the tailgates, see the first-time freshman experience in the blue lot for the first time. And, you know, if you've been to West Virginia, you know how that is for the freshmen. Uh, sometimes they don't understand that it's a 6 o'clock kickoff, and that's always fun to see. We, however, just get to work the event, and uh, I'm more than happy doing that. Yeah. You, you get to you get to enjoy the game and you know watch it in depth and really take those notes and see what you want to see, and maybe you don't see what you're hoping to see. But uh, I, I think that it's a very, very different viewpoint uh, of West Virginia football when you get to be a member of the media around this team and mm. sort of study them and cover them and all of those things. Uh, and then, yeah, like – you know, I'm sure, well, I know, Ren Baker talked about, he'll be walking around the blue lot, checking things out, all of that stuff. It's It, it should be a fun day in Morgantown, although the weather does not look promising. Right. So hopefully they can play, right? If thunderstorms yeah. are coming in at 4.35 o'clock, you know, we could see a delay in that game and whatnot. And that wouldn't be fun for anybody. So we'll have to wait and see on that uh, and, and what's going to happen there. But Duquesne in town tomorrow for West Virginia as far as football is concerned. A full weekend of Mountaineer sports ahead, uh, and we're definitely excited to be a part of all of that. But, you know, it really boils down to next week. Next week's going to be a real full week for us working a, a lot of events, and uh, I, I could not be more excited for it. Uh, you know, campus is united right now, and uh, it, it's going to be fun out there. Mm-hmm. should it's be a good time. Be great. I'm excited. Yeah. It'll be my second – well, pit game will be like my third or fourth ever football coverage. In oh, really? Unless you, I mean, I don't really want to count the gold blue game, but I thought you did more of those last year. I just happened. I only to get did the ones one with you. I only did one. Hmm. Just Baylor. Yeah, think about that. Okay, I don't remember very well things sometimes. Yeah, that's all right. You know how it is. The old man pop pop. Old man. <laughs> Uh, Luke Blaine did want to share with everybody. He's got a new mopping record. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> Took him eight minutes to mop up the it, donut shop. Yeah. which Far know, too long. I, I've ne- <laughs> Far too long. I, I've never really used a mop. That yeah, much. you know, I'm shocked. Is this your first job? First service job? Yeah. And now he's breaking a microphone. It's just swinging around. Yeah, dude, I don't know how to work these I, microphone I, arms. Um but no, it's what do you, my. What, what do you? Okay, like being a camp counselor, I'm not counting that. 
No, no, I wasn't getting paid for that either. Right. What 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 have your other jobs been? My then? only other job that I had was like a writer for the newspaper in my hometown. Well, I'm not counting plus. that. Okay. No, well, then sorry. I mean, it was a job. Well, right, but I got hourly payment. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Hey, hey. Just saying. Uh, I I held you never up, worked for the people. I held up the news in yeah. Point Pleasant, West okay. Virginia. All right. I I was but your I was first service the people. job. That's my, really my what first service at. job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That that is my first service job. You are serving the people as a yeah, writer. Yeah, my newspaper. first solo That's shift today. Good God. Good luck. Yeah, come get some. No, Dude, come get some. I'm donuts. a busy guy. I got come a lot get of some stuff donuts, here. and I'll give you a little bit of peace and love. I, I got a lot of stuff to do today, man. A lot yeah. of stuff to do. <laughs> That's not a joke. I don't know why you're <laughs> laughing. I'm a, I don't know. I've never been as busy as I am this yeah, next ten days in my life. I don't think there's yeah. so much to do. But no, I pay, Jules was training me, the editor in chief of the news of the Daily Athenaeum. Mm-hmm. And what what did she tell you that I? She told you that I took too long, mopping, whenever we twenty five minutes. That doesn't sound right. That do, oh, that's, that's correct. That doesn't sound right. Okay, eight minutes is still too long, pal. Well, I mean, take off seventeen minutes. That's a vast <laughs> improvement. That that is. Did did the eight minutes count you filling up the soap bucket and stuff? No. Right. Okay. So it was more like fifteen minutes. <laughs> you think it took me seven minutes to fill up the bucket? Yeah. No, that's not what happened. Okay. Did you, did you put soap in the bucket? Yeah. Are there's like a sanitizer. You put in two caps full, then you fill up. The All right. Bucket thank with you. Hot that's water. enough. All right. Thank you. And then you gotta. It, the the hard part is behind the counter because you get icing on the floor. And stuff, oh, so you gotta yeah, really scrub yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great stuff. Thank you, Luke yeah, Blaine. Of course. Gosh. Here for all your mopping needs. Oh my gosh. All of the fun being had here. I'm excited. The NFL's back this weekend, too. I know we don't really talk about that on this show, but... Uh, we got some Mountaineers in the NFL. We, we do. We do. Uh, there's there's quite a few of them, and that's yeah. always exciting to see. We had the first game of the season last night, and uh, it was a good football game. You know, I, I love watching good sports, right? There's definitely something to the idea of when you're watching the best, it's always interesting. U.S. Open's still going on as well. Yes. Oh, dude, there's a match today. Yeah. Uh, ben Shelton takes on Novak Djokovic. My guy. Ben Shelton had a massive it, upset. He hit the 147 serve, right? Oh, my gosh. That Unreal. He's, he's insane. Unreal. He he uh, had a massive upset over Francis Tiafo the other day. Yeah. Uh, so that was a fun Did you see the guy that fun, glued fun his match. feet to the stadium? <laughs> Yeah. I don't understand why that stopped the match. Couldn't they have just dealt with that afterward? <laughs> right? Wait, that was just in the seats, too. Right, like it well, was not affecting I mean, anything. Since it's like it, tennis is like a quiet sport. So Was he yelling? Uh, I don't know, but I know like if there's a bunch of movement around at one side of the stadium, I'm sure it could be like a nuisance to people trying to oh watch, I guess. Or so we got to delay the five-hour tennis match to unglue this guy's climate activist feet to the ground. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh man! Wow. I think it's really funny how like every every once in a while there's just some crazy there is. thing that happens at a sporting event. Yeah. And yeah. It's one one of my favorites uh, was uh, at Ohio State when they had a fan run onto the field, and I think he was the one of the strength coaches at the time, Anthony Schlegel, NFL player. Yeah. Body slammed this dude and oh, had yeah. to issue a public apology afterward, and he was like, "Well, what?" <laughs> What do you want me to do? Let the <laughs> guy run around the field? Oh, didn't like James Harrison do that? 
Uh, didn't well last year it was uh, Bobby Wagner just laid his shoulder. Oh, into that Bobby dude. Wagner did truck a guy. Yeah, he did. I mean, he just stepped over like a foot to the left and just lowered his shoulder. Yeah, and the dude got upended. I feel like I remember James Harrison doing that though when he was a Steeler. I mean, he did it to quarterbacks. I can tell you that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So uh, some of the Mountaineers. First off, we'll I'll go through the practice squad players. There we we go. got Daryl Worley, Ravens practice squad. Will Greer obviously got put on the Bengals practice squad. Uh, practice squad David Sills for the Broncos made a movement there he's been with the Giants for ever since he got out of college um, practice squad we got Adam Pinky, offensive guard for the Jets and I think that's all the practice squad players okay but uh, Dante Stills yeah Cardinals made, made the roster that with is, the Cardinals that's awesome yep. really excited to see him play and he's there with Kaiser White yeah over there in uh uh Left inside linebacker? Yeah. yeah LILB. Out, out in Arizona, yeah. Yep. So moving down to the Browns, Tony Fields. He's been there for a little while, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. And Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas. Got Super, paid. Super Bowl champ. There you go. Rasul Douglas. Yep. You know, he won it with the Eagles. Yep. That one year. Uh, then moving down, David Long Jr. I'm going to miss him as a Titan, but he is a Miami Dolphin now. Yep. Dolphins looking promising. Uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton going to be out. For the year with that uh, Tory ACL, right? Yeah, unfortunately yeah. up in yeah. New York with Very the Giants. Very unfortunate for him. Then got Mark Glowinski. He's kind of made a name for himself on that offensive line. Geno Smith, of course. Got paid. Yep, D- got paid. Finally got yeah. got his, his chance, and he was able to take it. Uh, you know, a lot of times you see guys get drafted to the, just the wrong situation, and yep. that's unfortunately what happened to Geno. Yep, absolutely. Uh Colton McKivitz, offensive tackle for the 49ers. Uh, looks like he's a starter. And then going to have Trevon Wesco for my Tennessee Titans. There you go. So Mountaineers exciting. A lot of Mountaineers out there making things happen. A lot of them on rosters, but some of them can get chances down the line uh, on the practice squad. So, yeah, really, really cool for those guys getting opportunities in the next level. Yep, that's what matters for sure. And uh, it's, it's good to see that happen. It's nice to uh, – See you guys make it to that next level from this program, and it's always exciting for that. Uh, so I don't think we missed anything today, Luke. Do you off the top of your head? I'm looking through. No, I don't think we missed anything today here on this edition of the Mountaineer Sports Insider. So that is very good. Uh, the weather this weekend, though, not looking great, unfortunately. It is humid like the Amazon jungle outside today yeah. in Morgantown, unfortunately. Good Lord. It's something else. Brutal. That rain last night did not help. Yeah. And it rained. I don't know if you were outside or saw the rain last night. Tell you what. No, wait. What was I doing last night? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. Oh, it. no. I was here for part of it. I, okay. I was here at the office, and okay. it started coming down. Yeah. I, I was over at Dick Delesk already, and we uh, they had to delay the soccer game by over a half hour. More lightning than I can ever remember here in Morgantown uh in a while and uh yeah so the weather's not been great here it's going to be hot and humid and gross out tomorrow should be raining all day unfortunately um which is just not fun for anybody involved yeah hopefully the lightning can at least keep away yeah i agree with that uh so we'll have a fun one for you tomorrow again that duquesne game here on u92 the moose uh and we're excited for that opportunity and to be able to cover west virginia football so all of the fun stuff going on here uh, in Morgantown, and it's only going to get more fun over the next week and a half uh, as the Pitt Panthers come down next week to 
play the West Virginia Mountaineers here in Morgantown for the first time in over a decade. I'm telling you, I think game day is coming, man. I'm telling you. I mean, game day has not been here since LSU was here in 2013. Is that right? 2013 or 2014. So about a decade it's been since college game day came around with Reese Davis and Kirk Herbstreet. And obviously we know the old punter number 40. Big host on College Game Day now, Mr. Pat McAfee. His show started he's yesterday on ESPN. He's making it happen now, too. I he's, tell you what, yeah. He's on there with Stephen A. Smith on Tuesdays, apparently. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what the heck that is. Yeah. I can't stand first take. Well, you know. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch I, Pat I mean, McAfee that'll probably and be Steve. I'll watch Pat and I mean, Stephen A. I don't even know what they're going to talk about. What are they going to talk about? I don't about? know either. Well, but it'll be fun. I, I guess. It should certainly be something. I'll yeah. say that much. I'll say that much. All right. That'll probably do it for us here today on the Mountaineer Sports Insider. Pay attention for that interview with Coach Sean Kovich dropping later today as well for you all. We appreciate you for listening. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider.